Hello and welcome to Fed Talks. I'm your host EJ and the Fed is short for federal. I apologize, my house is kind of loud tonight. Uh, so maybe I'm going to pick up some ambient noise. Uh, nothing I can do. I can't record outside. That'd be crazy. Hope everybody's uh, doing, doing well. Uh, this will be kind of a weird episode and I will segue into that in a bit. Uh, obviously I want to open by oh let's let's do some quick tv talk uh i'm actually recording this before watching the wandavision finale because i don't want to inadvertently spoil anything and uh i know i was kind of down on last week's episode but i watched it again when i wasn't tired and angry from working a 14-hour day and i liked it much better and i thought it served a lot of important uh important character function that is especially useful for people who haven't read Avengers comics for 35 years, like some big Dorcas who's under a blanket in his basement right now recording a self-indulgent podcast. I don't know who that could be. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was actually really, really lovely once I gave it a chance and didn't sort of impose what I wanted to see after a very long day of work, which was just a flat-out magic fight. But uh, it was good. I'm looking for. I'm going to watch the finale as soon as we finish up here. Um, and I did some testing, and I think I. I think I have a way to record audio remotely, and there is somebody I'm. I might do a full Wandavision episode with a guest, and I don't want to say too much because it might not work out. But I, I can record decent audio, so if if we can make it work. I'm going to have a big TV discussion episode with a special guest. And I'm not going to say who. It's Catherine Hahn. No, no, it's not. Better than Catherine Hahn. You know what? I'll say that. Uh, I'm also, I, I'm watching last week's episode uh, of BattleBots on mute while I record this. Uh, just because I like having something on the TV uh, to, to distract me because I do such a good job of speaking extemporaneously that clearly I need the added difficulty of robots fighting. And uh, I think next week will probably be the season finale based on the fact that they're down to the final eight and they usually chew through seven or eight rounds in an episode. So uh, that should be the end. And the, the Tournament of Champions has been really fun this year with some surprising results. I am embarrassed by how much I enjoy BattleBots. I feel like the TV snob in me is is upset about it, but it I just legitimately I'm legitimately having a good old time watching robots with buzzsaws fight each other in an arena. Well, <laughs> while the designers of other robots cheer. It's a weird environment now because it's it was shot intra-pandemic and some people are wearing masks and some are not and I feel like you can tell a lot about the political leanings of people based on whether or not they are which is sort of how we live now um, and I'm not going to judge anybody who knows them. nah I'll judge anybody if you don't wear a mask you're messed up take a, take a hike freak um, I have also I have been enjoying the uh, the show Search Party, which used to be on TBS since on HBO Max now, 
and I've been going back and watching it from the beginning because the seasons were so far apart and TBS aired them so weird. I think the first season they might have aired is 10 episodes just straight through, and then the second season was two episodes or a night for five nights over the holidays. Like, there was... TBS was really trying to recreate the idea of binge-watching on regular TV, but what they didn't think about was that it forced you to sit at a certain time and watch watch their content. You're taking away the freedom. Uh, honestly, it's too bad because TBS had such a good comedy lineup a couple of years ago. Uh, I took a... This is going to sound like a brag, but it's super pathetic, but I've... When I when I had a lot of I had a lot of calls regarding some scripts I wrote and everybody was talking about TBS for for a couple of years there and then it just I think they just made good shows that nobody watched because TBS has always sort of had garbage. Uh, if you're my age, you remember when they started all their shows at five minutes past the hour, and you still resent them a little for that. That's neither here nor there, but the new Search Party is an HBO Max exclusive now, and I'm I'm very much enjoying rewatching it. I'd forgotten a lot of things, uh, a lot of a lot of actors that I was not familiar with at the time, and I've become fans of since pop up on there. Uh, Griffin Newman from The Tick, uh, Joe Firestone from from uh, Joe Para talks with you. They have small roles on there, and it's it's super fun to see them pop up. It, be excited for my friends. Uh, both of them also host podcasts, so that's why I think of them as my friends. We're peers. Uh, Connor Ratliff, uh, who does the podcast Dead Eyes about getting fired from Band of Brothers because Tom Hanks thought he had dead eyes. He's on the show. And his eyes look fine. Um, That's about it. I This is going to be a... Maybe I said this already. I can't remember. I'm not going to go back and check. Be a, be a little different. Uh... I have something specific I want to talk about because I am sad and it's largely for a dumb reason but it's important to me and I can't look another human being in the eyes during the pandemic and say hey I know everything's going to hell please listen to me talk about this thing that's making me sad and expect them to to not be irritated frankly also, I don't like having feelings or expressing them to people. So doing this in the uh, in, in privacy to an audience of people who can just turn it off at any time and I'll never know is really the best way for me to to deal with it. And again, I stress this is not serious. It's important to me, but nobody's getting hurt. I am just sad. Uh, so instead of putting an, putting an ad at the end or in the middle of, of that, uh, let's just... Early on, early in the episode, I'll remind you for all your t-shirt needs to go to teasebysummer.com. Uh, she has a new design uh, inspired by last week's WandaVision, actually. And it's a, it's a very, it's a simple and really sort of lovely design that it's a, it's a quote from the show. So you don't even have to have, have watched the Magic Lady and the Robot show. I mean, why wouldn't you as a Magic Lady and a Robot? But it looks great. It's... Uh, I ordered mine. It has not come in yet, but it's expected to come in the next few days. And I will probably take a picture of myself wearing it and show it to nobody because I look weird. 
but that's that's all beside the point. Look, it's good stuff. Go there. Make sure, make sure you click that little heart to become an admirer because that's good for the algorithm. If you have an Etsy account, just click a heart, make it, make it one of your favorite stores. And I just found out you can actually favorite individual items. So I went and favorited everything because I don't even know if they call it favoriting. You click a, click a little heart button. Uh, and these are all things I like. So it's not like I'm lying. They're great. I bought every single one of those designs. Some of them, some of them as gifts in addition to buying them for myself. So, I mean, sorry, I'm really out of gas this week. So uh, I know this is not one of my, my uh, more creative uh, promotional segments, but look, the new shirt is great. The old ones are great. Uh, I was just, I was just thinking earlier this week, but I have, these aren't on the Etsy store. They're on the older Tee Public store, which, you know, don't worry about that. Just buy some t-shirts on the Etsy store. That's better for everybody. But I, I have I have a bunch of mugs uh, of, of Tees by Summer Designs, and I have them on my desk at work lined up next to my computer, so I just have to turn my head slightly. And uh, it's one of those things that makes me happy. I have those on one side, and on the other side, I have a bunch of, of uh, uh, Funko Batman figures uh, I'm trying to think there's somebody else in the mix there with oh and Plastic Man Batman's best friend Plastic Man according to me and that used to be sort of where if I turn my head to the right that's where I look and I'm comforted by Batman and Plastic Man best friends forever but honestly these days I've turned my head to the left and look at the really great art my friend made they're great they make me happy uh, I love wearing the I love wearing the shirts they look fantastic Go, go buy some shirts, man. It's the weather's gonna warm up soon. We're gonna. Biden says we'll all be vaccinated by the end of May, which seems uh, like a frankly unreasonable goal that people are going to throw in his face. But nobody asked me how I feel about things, so you know what? Make that promise. But soon we're gonna be able to go outside again. You'll be able to encounter people. I'm looking forward to wearing wearing these shirts in in the real world because this, this this store didn't start until lockdown had was was sort of beginning. I wanna I wanna wear these shirts to my favorite restaurants and say, hey, check this out. I will accost people and make them look at my cool shirts. Uh, that's just how I'm feeling now. I really want to just. <laughs> make people look at shirts i don't know guys i'm having a rough week uh but yeah don't like i said this I'm, I'm sad so i know i'm not doing a good job of of uh of uh, uh promoting promoting my friend's wonderful designs but uh just just be cool and buy something I'll, I'll be funny next week okay i promise i can't promise that Look, who knows how long I'll be sad. It might be a couple weeks. Uh, anyway, teasebysummer.com. They are great. Like the store. Like the individual items. Buy some stuff. Tell your friends. Start a podcast that almost nobody listens to and talk about them every week. Uh, and that way you can become more like me, which is what you have all been longing for. And I keep leaning away from the microphone, so I apologize if the sound quality is bad. 
Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. Uh, first, I'm, I'm going to give you some backstory and really, really drag you into this. Uh, I've mentioned on, on most episodes that I, I have a website where I write about television, uh, spunkybean.com. I have not done much writing for it since, you know, kind of since everything shut down. And it's because it's it feels kind of dumb to write about TV when things are kind of you know just a mess and you know for, for a lot of reasons but it's a it's a website that I, I love very much and I put a lot of work into it uh, it the Genesis let me tell you this was uh back in back in the day back in the days of lost season one season two here I was writing up uh, Thing, you know, my friend group was all very into Lost, and I would write up like a like kind of a quick analysis of each episode, where I'd, you know, the recurring themes or weird references or in speculation and where Hurley's numbers appeared, and it was very fun. And some people found it helpful to uh, understand the show because they didn't watch it seven times every week like I did. I also could did that to a lesser extent with Arrested Development because that was so dense with, with jokes and callbacks. Um, but so Lost was then my, my friend Sean, who is a uh, psychologist. I maybe should not. I feel like I'm doxing him by just giving that information because doctor-patient things are weird. I don't know. No, people can know I have a friend named Sean and what his job is. Uh, he was he was calling into a like an insurance provider for something and while she was processing whatever look I it's 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 been like 16 years since this part happened and I wasn't involved with it so I don't remember all the details but somehow the topic of lost came up and uh Sean started putting my theories out there and told this woman on the other end of the phone that uh, uh his friend EJ writes about it every week and blah 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 and she told her cousin, and then she said, oh, that sounds great. And I think she might have given Sean her email address so I could add her to the list. And then she told her cousin Ben, a guy who lives locally locally to me, maybe not locally to you. I mean, chances are, if you're listening to this, you're one of the four people I watch, used to watch TV with on Sundays. So also local to you. Um, and then he, it came up, he told his, his uh former college roommate Don about it and then uh, Don mentioned it to a, a work colleague Mindy and blah blah and suddenly all these people I didn't know were kind of on my mailing list and then Ben contacted us and some other people about starting a pop culture website called Spunky Bean. I do not know where that name came from. I assume it meant something to him. I don't know but I have I have lived with the name of this site for for almost 14 years and I have not understood it and I have occasionally been embarrassed by it when I have to say it out loud. Uh, we'll get to that a little more later. And, you know, we kind of chugged along and eventually uh, Ben transferred ownership because, you know, he didn't really do much with it and it turns out that it was not a money-making venture by any means. And it got to a smaller group of writers, and eventually 90% of the content was me or me and Mindy co-writing. 
or her writing. She wrote stuff solo too, but like that was pretty much the sort of the content. Uh, and then in, in, I want to say 2009, I could be wrong about that. It was before the final season of Lost. Uh, somebody commented on one of my, because my, my, my Lost things grew from uh, quick little, a quick little email list to full-blown recaps. And towards the end of the show, I was doing a recap and then then uh, speculation about the next episode. I was doing two Lost columns a week like a maniac. And, oh, by the way, I would write them the night the episode aired. I just, I and I left the house to watch it. I would watch with my friends. We would talk about it. I would come home. I would type it up and post it online and get it sent out before I could go to bed. And sometimes that would be one or two in the morning and... One episode, I I think it was in season four, and the title was Eggtown. It failed to save, and I had to start over again, and I didn't get to sleep that night, and I almost cried, but it got done. And, and uh, but, so this this fellow, I don't like to use people's last names, but, yeah, why not? It doesn't matter. Come on, man. Uh, somebody posted a comment, uh, said very nice things about about the recap uh it was it was a man named larry young and at the time at the time it's there was a a comic writer i really enjoyed named larry young uh, and i'm like is that that guy and it turned out that was that guy and uh through that we we became friends uh i went to san francisco to see my sister a few years ago and got to hang out with him for a while and he got a flat tire. And so it was just us unmechanical idiots, a couple of his other friends, um, one of whom also ended up writing for the site. I didn't mention yet that Larry wrote for the site. We'll get to that. And uh, it was just us trying to fix a tire. And nobody was especially mechanical, but I was the least of all. So I was just kind of holding parts and yeah but it, you know it was great and then he uh a cool thing about larry is one of his he was a publisher also and one of the writers who kind of got their start with him wrote stuff for marvel a bunch of his his writers did but in this particular case uh this guy made a made larry young an agent of shield who eventually became deathlock which you know, I would be talking about to this day. And so since he was an actual agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., I thought it would be fun if he wrote about the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I figured he'd do it, you know, because we don't have money. Uh, I lose money on this website every month. Uh, I just thought it would be fun. I thought he'd maybe do six episodes and go, like, this is too much work. But that son of a gun did seven seasons of the show, wrote about it every week, and it was great. Um, you know, and, and uh, Mindy, who I co-wrote, who I've co-written more stuff with than anybody, is, you know, just a, just a dang delight. Uh, we, as it kind of became mostly my voice on the site, uh, one thing every time there was a Batman movie, there was we did Batman Week, which was all Batman content, and I think we did that five times. And I think 
I wrote probably 99% of that content. I know Mindy did something that was real funny and co-wrote a thing with me about Batman appearing on reality shows. Uh, I want to find that. I think that I think that had stuff in it that's still funny, but who knows? And in, the first time I did it was for was when uh, Dark Knight came out, and so there's a whole week of of Batman content leading up to the release of Dark Knight. And I was going to watch a midnight showing and write a review, and that was going to be Friday's content. And, uh... Sorry, my computer just told me that my battery is degrading. So that feels great. So the... I remember that, I remember that night, because, uh... It, it Maybe you remember, Dark Knight's a real long movie. It's like two and a half hours. And... We couldn't actually get into the midnight show because it was packed, so it was like it was more like a one o'clock showing. But I went to work. I did I did open mic at a comedy club that night, and we went straight from there to. I keep did I mention it was with my friend Sam? I keep saying we. I probably thought I had a mystery friend. Uh, we went to Dark Knight, so it's easily four o'clock by the time I get home. I wrote a review. I showered and I went to work. That's the kind of thing I could do when I was young. Uh, you know, there's there was a lot of a lot of fun stuff happened. I got to be a. There used to be a, a film festival in in West Michigan, the Waterfront Film Festival, which was my favorite favorite weekend of the year. And I got to be I got press passes for about five or six years, right up until they, they sort of ended the festival, which was very sad, but that would just mean I would, I would always take a day and just spend a day out, out on the waterfront, go to, go to movies. But once, once I had press passes and I could get in free, I would make it a trip. I'd go for two days and I'd watch 10 movies and I just had to write reviews of them. And I got to do press stuff. Uh, I met Yardley Smith from the Simp who's the voice of Lisa Simpson, and I teared up. And I don't want to get really fully get into why I was so emotional, but it, you know, you can imagine, huge fan of the Simpsons, very important to me uh, at a very vulnerable time in my life. And she was could not, she was so sweet to me. It was ah, uh, uh, just tremendous. You know, I'm. And like when I had my press pass, I had the superpower of being able to talk to people, which I don't usually have. Like I would just, I just, you know, I'd get lunch and I, I'd just talk to the people there and just have a have a lunch where I'm talking to strangers, not imposing myself in any way. Just you know, just I don't know. It was weird. Uh, and then the last year they had the festival, which we didn't know at the time. I had been going so long that the the uh, guy in the press office knew me and that year I didn't get any emails about a press about what I had to send in because you always have to send a picture and all that and I never got anything from him and I was like oh I'm gonna have to pay this year that's fine I've you know they've earned it but he set up my press pass without telling me and pulled a picture from Facebook that was from a Halloween party where I was from, where I was Dale from King of the Hill. So, 
My press pass had me in an orange trucker hat and the dark sunglasses, and I'm holding a cigarette, and it looked like I was covering the event for Field and Stream magazine. Uh, and over the over the years, we we went live in 2007. There were, you know, we we almost got popular at one point. We were doing real well, and I I think I kind of blew it by being bad at my job. Uh, that's for history to decide. Now I'll decide it right now. It was my fault. Uh, but some, you know, some actual actual famous people were were very nice. Uh, they said nice things about us. Uh, uh, Jessica St. Clair and Lennon Parham were very sweet and followed us and me on Twitter. Um, a lot of the Thrilling Adventure Hour people. Uh, Mark Evan Jackson was really good to us. Um, uh, Jason Wolner, who directed Borat 2, liked the thing I wrote about Eagle Heart, and I got to interview him. And that was super exciting because he's been involved in like, every good comedy thing from the last 15 years. Uh, Paget Brewster referenced something I wrote once on a podcast, but she got she could not remember the name of the site. But I knew what she was talking about, and I, I can't even remember what podcast it was. Now I don't know if it was a thrilling adventure or panel, or if it was a Nerdist Writers panel. I don't remember, and I wish I could find it because that was a high point. Um, you know, there were some there were a lot of a lot of cool things happened. I got in touch with my my producer friend that way and writing for the site kind of opened up some doors in terms of me getting getting meetings uh those doors closed right up again due to my lack of talent but you know what that's still i got to look in i got to look in through the door before it slammed shut and bopped me in the nose um so it's and there was a time when I was I posted content every day. There's about a three year stretch when every day I wrote something. I have put since 2007 so much time into this site. I mean we're we're talking. It, I mean it has to be thousands of hours. There's there you know there's 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 maybe six thousand posts on there now, and I wrote eighty percent of them. Uh, I don't really want to run the run the numbers. But the point is, it's just, and even though I've done a bad job of keeping it up, it's something that's really important to me and has really sort of impacted my life. And it's, it's going to go away because uh, I don't want to get into private stuff that isn't my story to tell. But our webmaster, who has all the admin passwords, uh, <laughs> well, he's a big QAnon guy is the first problem uh but the due to you know nobody making money from this site and again personal issues that are not my purview to discuss uh i have been paying the hosting fees without having admin privileges for four years now maybe more which is fine happy to do it problem is the credit card that i'm paying on is expiring and I don't have the ability to update payment information because I don't have the login or the password or even the website address for our hosting server. So once that credit card expires, I will miss a payment and the website is going to go away. And it's 
dumb that I'm sad about this because it's, you know, it's it's a website. Man, there's there's a pandemic, you know. This is not important to anybody but me, but it's still important to me. And it's going to suck that something I worked on for 14 years is just going to be gone without a trace. And, you know, part of, oh, fine, I'm a, you know, yeah, the fact that I'm, I'm like, I can't process being sad about this because I'm a, I'm a weird guy with bad emotions who will never know love. I know that. I'm not arguing those points, but it's still, it's still important. And it's still, it, it still hurts that something I put so much time into is just, just going to be gone and nobody at this point nobody's going to notice or care but it's still something that I was proud of and you know and then if I spin it out in a macro sense it's like well uh, you know I put all this time into something that's just going to go away did I just completely waste 14 years of 14 years of my life like they I certainly didn't accomplish anything else during that time that's, I am so, I feel so bad. Like, I just, and I shouldn't. I know, it's dumb. I've been telling myself this for days. You don't need, you you don't need to yell at your, your podcast device to tell me it's dumb. I know that it is. And yet, it's still something I care about that is going to, go and all this work I did will never it, it just won't exist anymore and it's actually kind of harder because I can't I can't really talk to a person about it because like I said it's a dumb thing to be sad about I should just accept that websites disappear and it was going to happen eventually but you know especially now there's Everything's messed up. It was something in my life that I I was proud of. And, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm making you guys listen to this because I can't figure out what to do. I've got somebody who can maybe help me save the content, uh, which would be nice just for my records, but that might or might not work. Uh I don't know, but it's, I've just been sitting with this for weeks because I can't expect anybody else to, to understand or care. And it's just me feeling bad and just losing something that's important to me. And it sucks. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I, and I, there's somebody I care about very much who I know I could talk to and they would not make me feel, they would not let me feel dumb and it would probably be okay. But, uh, this, this person has got, got a lot on their, their plate right now. Uh, they're doing fine. They're, I mean, doing great, frankly. Uh, and, uh, hopefully when they listen to this, they will know who I'm talking about and, uh, uh, that they're awesome and I admire them very much. Um, but given the circumstances, I certainly can't, can't, uh, say, yeah, I know you're, 
have some fundamental changes to your life that you're facing. But, uh, you know, post up for a minute because uh, my, my Venture Brothers recaps are going to disappear from the Internet. You know, that's like I'm a bad friend, but I'm not that bad a friend. Um, so yeah, at this point, there isn't really anything I can do. I don't have access to anything that can be done to save it. I can maybe save the content. I thought maybe I'd start a new site, but it's, it's, it, I can't do it all over again. I'm, I'm old now. I've, I've failed multiple times at this. Uh, but I just, that's why, you know, I, I had a, I put a lot of work into something that I think was, was cool and sometimes really good and it's going to go away, uh, you know, real soon. And, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting teary eyed over a damn website. <laughs> this is so stupid. I'm not a real person. I don't know what this is. My emotions are bad, and I apologize. Uh, hopefully, you all stop listening to this after I did the ad for TeasedBySummer.com because I think we can agree that was the only good part of this. But um, yeah, I mean, it's—I don't know what I, what anybody gained from this, but I have not really been able to talk about it, and I needed to, uh, and I couldn't think of anything else I didn't really feel like trying to trying to talk about something other than the, the things that are on my mind and this is the only one that, this is the only thing currently vexing me that it's really appropriate for me to talk about um, but yeah if you made it this far thank you uh, I'm sorry I'm such a weird weird man with I don't know, whatever. I don't know what my deal is. I'm sad. Give me a break. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe you get a chance go to spunkypeen.com and look over some stuff. Uh, for some reason, the webmaster took away the search function, so it's real hard to go back and uh, find things on the site. But if you Google like Spunky Bean Batman or, um you know, Spunky Bean Celebrity Apprentice. I, I was very proud of my Celebrity Apprentice recaps. I think those are really funny. Uh, it'll be a, be a shame if I can't get those back in some way. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I don't know. I think I wrote something kind of good about coming to terms with Louis C.K. being a bad guy. Um, I don't know. You know... <laughs> Let me try to promote this site now. There's no point. It's going to go away. It's gone and it doesn't matter. And I don't know. Thanks for putting up with this. I, I'll get back to talking about farts and Batman cartoons next week, probably. Or maybe I'll take a week off. I'm, I'm kind of messed up right now, guys. And I know... I know everybody who's going to listen to this is going to judge me for being weird. And I'm, I'm sorry. I feel uncomfortable having having put people in a position where they have to listen. 
You don't have to listen to it. You can shut it off. Be like Brad every time I start talking about dork stuff. Just shut it off. Probably should have said that earlier. I'm not going to go back and edit. If I think two seconds about this, I'll never post it because I don't want people to hear me cry about my website going away. But, um, yeah, that's the main thing I've accomplished with my with my life and my creativity. And soon there will be no record of it having existed. And it doesn't say great things about, <laughs> about my use of time, I guess. I don't know. I'm... I'm rambling. I feel like if I talk long enough, I can make some kind of point, but I can't. My point is that I I am sad for a dumb reason, and that's all I got. I needed I needed to say it, and I can't really say it to anybody, so I'm saying it into this lonely microphone under a blanket. I'm actually not under the blanket today. Um, I should be. It's chilly, but it's not as cold as it's been, which makes it feel warm. You don't need an explanation of how temperature feeling works. I'm sorry. Um, that's all I got. Thanks. Uh, you can, uh, you know, fedtalks at yahoo.com, Twitter at EJ Fettis, uh, Instagram EJ underscore Fettis. Um, I'm getting new Instagram followers, like not many, but it still feels menacing when it happens because I'm so inactive on there. And it's not like, like Twitter, you can't, you don't really repost on Instagram so much. So it's not like I've done something that somebody would have sent around, uh, every once in a while, uh, you know, I'll get a follower who's friends with somebody, uh, friends with somebody I'm friends with. I'm like, I don't know you, you don't need to see it. You know, don't need to see a picture of me every time I get a new tease by summer shirt. Uh, or a picture of my giant water jug. Like, I don't know. There's... Followed me on Instagram is a bad idea. Yeah, general social media is maybe not great. Um, I'm sort of disappearing from it. And then, you know, once when Spunky Bean goes away, I will have no internet presence, presence at all. And do I even exist then? A lot of questions we have to ask ourselves. Uh, on the plus side, without a website to plug, I guess I will be able to spend more time uh, plugging the awesome designs at teasedbysummer.com. This is all I have. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you. I feel gross about having been open about feelings. I try to avoid that under all circumstances. Uh, so I will just hope this episode is as little listened to as all the previous ones have been, and then nobody will know my shame. Um, but seriously, if you made it this far, thank you. I'm, I don't know what you gained from any of this, but, and I certainly don't feel better, so I don't know what any of us gained from this. Uh, boy, this is really opening up, up a lot of hard questions I'm not willing to find the answers to because I will not like them. Um, I don't know. If I stop talking, I then it's over, I guess. I don't know. Sorry, guys. I'm real messed up. I'll be back next week or the week after. I'll try to be funny as opposed to maudlin because I can't deal with a website disappearing because I'm a fucking robot. 
sorry. Thank you. Bye.